Hey everybody, Dalton here. A little news update for you all today that we are super excited about. In an effort to establish a long-lasting podcast underneath the Healthy Birds brand umbrella, we are officially changing the name of the podcast to The Halfway Healthy Show. We're just a couple of health guys having some fun, sharing some healthy knowledge, and not shoving it down your throat. And that's why we're Halfway Healthy. As always, thank you for your support. And on that note, the best way to support this podcast is by visiting our sponsors, which you can find in the links in the description of the episode. We carefully choose our partners and back them wholeheartedly. So go get some great products and support the show. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up with Healthy Birds, and we cannot wait to share it with you. Thanks again. Let's hop into the episode. Welcome back. You look beautiful as ever. A very strong chin. I've been working it out, dude. I've been doing chin presses. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I just got done eating my lunch and I went to take my fish oil pills that you recommended that I start taking. Uh, my question to you is, do you have to have water? Are you one of those weak souls that needs water to take your pills or can you just swallow them? I mean, I guess it just depends on what kind of pill we're talking about. If it's like a horse pill, then yeah. Typically, I guess fish oil has like a little bit of a, of a lubrication to it. So maybe I, I, I don't know. I've never tried to raw dog my uh, fish oil pills. Are, is that what you're doing? Dude, I just, I took my fish oil pill. They're pretty decent, you know. Then I have oh, yeah, my, big uh, size, my yeah. little men's one a day, my senior, my senior citizen pill for my bone density. Hell took both yeah. of them. No Man. water. Emily, right, is that, is that just like a freaky... Yeah. Is that just like a, is that a mental thing for yourself to just feel a little tougher each day? Like just to show yourself that you're still, still strong and, and youthful. I feel like at this point, if anybody's watched several of our episodes, they understand that I'm in a constant battle of trying to just uphold the standard that you set on a daily basis. I want to just be a segment of the man that you are. So <laughs> that's one way I can do that is by swallowing my pills without water. That just moves and you I up feel the like, notch. And I feel like more. it's working. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Man. I mean, that's, I mean, but what about next episode, whenever I tell you that I've also been raw dogging all of my pills every week or every day? I'm going to start so. taking every single one of my pills rectally. And that's a fact. Every, every morning, you just insert all of your pills rectally. Now that, yeah, yeah you may, I mean, that, that will put you, uh, put you a step higher on the run. I, I'll take it. I'll take anything I can get. You're just so <laughs> I can't compete. I think uh, that's the way to do it, dude. Doll, I've got, uh, I think we both have a couple of patient stories we want to talk about today. Um, before, before we do, oh, I have a before too. No, you go I, I want to hear your before. No, I want to hear your before because no, I was going to say, tangent. I'm sure we, I'm sure we will have something that's like introduced in the beginning of the episode, but I'm just excited that, uh, you know, this will be, uh, live that we are changing the name of the podcast or now the, the halfway healthy show. And I'm just, I'm just fucking pumped about it. Where we have made we made a decision to uh, rename the the podcast in order to to be a little bit more specific to how we want the show to be developed and like what community we're trying to reach out to and trying to separate ourselves from the overall brand per se because we have a lot of awesome stuff that we have wanting to roll out with Healthy Birds and so yeah we're now the Halfway Healthy Show and Halfway Healthy because this uh, this half very healthy. This half, and not this so half bad. over here, not so working on it. Working no, on dude, it. you are, you are working on it. You're doing great. No, it's it's no, halfway. Half... It's go ahead. 
not halfway healthy because uh you know we're gonna try to break the stereotypes of everything that everybody talks about there's a lot of things that are standard practice that people are implementing right now that just don't work and aren't as healthy as we thought that they used to be so just trying to break those stigmas and give people the most up-to-date information on what they could be doing to living a healthier life yeah and we're and you know our big mission too is that you don't have to be that person that wakes up at 4 30 every day to go run 10 miles and takes a thousand dollars worth of supplements every day and is in six exercise classes a week and like we just want people to be a little bit healthier so if you can be just halfway healthy like just improving yourself a little bit and, and taking these little tiny tidbits that we talk about in the podcast and in our video content and it's kind of like i've joked about before of, of wanting healthy birds to be kind of that like gateway drug into people living healthier lives and i think that this kind of implements into implements that for us in a in a name change so i'm just excited about it absolutely big news we have other rebranding stuff going on right now but yes this will be our first official live podcast as the halfway healthy show welcome Ooh. everybody you're witnessing history yeah um so i can't remember if it was last episode or the episode before you were speaking about patients that go off on a tangent you bring up something and they completely go 180 with the topic that you're talking about and just say something random mm -hmm. uh, your your story ended on railroad tracks with a with a gun and a six pack <laughs> um and yeah. i had something almost as morbid happened to me and so i figured i would just share it with you before you share your first patient story today um i was working on april fool's day shocker work every single day shocker um, i mean are you, are you supposed to get that as a holiday you act like that's supposed to be a holiday I, I wanted that payday off yeah well, I just, it was a saturday right it was a saturday who works oh on yeah saturday? it was it was you're right bro you work fucking seven days a week you work every day yeah holiday so uh so i was I was working at the inpatient facility that I work at, very low level, um, lots of memory deficits. I was working with one of my patients that has uh, pretty advanced dementia. Uh, she had a hip replacement that had to be uh, reconstructed four times. Hmm. The surgeon messed up on the first one. It's been, it's been a long road. I've been treating her for like eight months at this facility. Um, she's doing pretty good now, but uh, she's just hilarious. She's one of those that asks you every 30 seconds like am i doing all right am i doing what you're telling me to do like uh, <laughs> yeah. do i look okay you know just repeats the same things over and over so i was just kind of messing with her a little bit and i said you know it's it's april fool's day have you played any pranks on anybody and she has a very flat affect and i'll use a different name just for the sake of the story hipaa you don't want to give out any patient information um but very flat affect she turns to me and she says do you know bridget no, I don't know Bridget. She's my best friend. She died this morning. <laughs> Holy shit. Was this like somebody laughed? She just laughed like that and then just kept walking. And I said, That's, I don't know if she's trying to play a joke on me or not, but I'm going to change the subject because I know she's going to forget what she said 15 seconds from now. But very, a very shocking turn. Not what I expected <laughs> her to say. <laughs> yeah. There, I think I, I wonder how old, like roughly what decade is she in? Oh, 80s. Okay. So I, I do wonder sometimes, I, I'm sure you've noticed too, and it's of course it's not always like this, but I, I have noticed that some patients, whenever they are in their 80s and 90s, and you know, 90% of the friends that they've had have passed on, that they do start to take it uh, pretty lightly, you know? Um, it's just it's interesting. It's just like another sometimes. day. Another one passed, and I've, I've had patients that are, you know, late nineties, early hundreds that are like, yep, I literally 
I, all of my friends and family are, are dead. I don't the know. The worst, the worst is, oh yeah, all my kids are dead too. Right. Oh yeah. They, they've outlived, they've outlived everybody. God, mm -hmm. what an, ex I mean, brutal. But then you have to, yeah, you have to like find different, uh, get different avenues to find people to, to hang out with and, and play, right. um, uh, what's that, what's that game that everybody bridge. plays whenever they're, bridge. Dude, yeah, I already we, do. <laughs> dude, we should, we should take like a, a class or something on bridge and just become like bridge experts and do a video like that where we go challenge like a 90 year old and get our ass kicked and bridge that would be fun just bring, i don't say bring pot brownies to the nursing home and just play bridge <laughs> and see what happens i don't even i don't even know i don't even know what bridge is like i know that it's some sort of a card game where you can literally be there's like handicaps you can be ranked they do these long uh weekend tournaments like there's a it's a legit I mean, isn't um um Oh, what's his name? The big time investor that everybody, Warren Buffett, he's a huge bridge player, apparently. Um, it's like a very, it's just like, it's magic gathering for old people, I guess. I was going to say, this reminds me of Friday Night Magic, man. Uh, yeah. I could be into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just, I don't even so, know what the mechanics are. I, just, I need to look it up, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up just because it was funny that you were talking about that. And then it just happened to me like a week later. You know, Bridget, my best friend, she died this morning. <laughs> Shocking. Talk about a talk about a weird like a weird shock. That was one of my one of my stories today. They had <laughs> just, oh god, um, pull it was, together, man. What the hell? I was talking to a, a patient the other day, and we were just in casual conversation. I think we were talking about it was something to do with you know it was either the weather or you know just the generic conversations that we have every day. And the patient goes, "Yeah, my." my youngest granddaughter was executed. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I, I'm so sorry. And uh, the grandson was like in the other room and she, and he leaned over and goes, grandma, you mean electrocuted? And she goes, what, what did I say? And he was like executed. And I was, I laughed my ass off. Cause I'm like, just picturing this lady's granddaughter, like, you know, getting caught by the cartel and getting executed. And she was no, like, not, oh. not getting caught by the cartel. It's when you and I are in, are in charge and she uh, was walking the dog, didn't pick up the uh -huh. dude, executed. Boom. But yeah, he was just like, and my youngest granddaughter was executed. I was like, oh my God. Like I just, right. immediately my brain goes to like the worst, like, you know, you immediately just like picture it in your head and I'm just picturing her granddaughter getting executed. And then he's like, oh, oh, electrocuted. I'm like, okay, yeah. still bad. But I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> seriously you, you almost got yourself in the middle of an isis beheading video right and then yeah after that she's like and also you're the only one that knows and now you can't leave this house yeah it was fucking it was it was hilarious it could happen like that uh mm -hmm. Dolph, my uh my patient story that i brought today uh rabies have you ever treated a patient Whoa. with rabies no tell me more so not rabies positive anymore but had uh, extensive hospitalization with rabies. i was you know reading their their chart and it said you know patient was positive for rabies hospitalization weakness blah 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 and uh, as as i do with most things when i'm not totally familiar with them i consult google um and just chat with chat gpt chat gpt would have been your go-to <laughs> gpt4 next time next yep. time uh I kind of went down a, ra a rabbit hole of rabies and that I mean, is raccoon a... hole. Nice. Get it? You Thank know, you. 99, 99% of the time it's in dogs and uh, bats. So oh, fuck. you would All know. Right, well, I tried. I tried. Go ahead. And that's Google for you. Uh, so 
I mean, it's a it's a freaky viral infection, man. And I have all my notes here. I'm not going to act like I'm a I'm an expert on rabies by any means. This is all stuff I've looked up in like the last week. You're going to be you're going to be our resident rabies expert. So I'm going to be the rabies guy. Yeah, (laughs) rabies is freaky. So they were. Have you ever seen the videos online of people that have rabies that have the hydrophobia and they like cannot drink water? So I've so here's let me tell you what I know about rabies. I know two things. One is that quick. That they're like afraid of afraid of water, and the other one is that if you start noticing symptoms or you're like foaming at the mouth, it's already too late and you're going to die. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. Yeah. So the just to cover both of those topics, it, the research article that I was looking up said like from the onset of symptoms, like you were talking about, like on average, people live five days when they. All from the onset of symptoms, you said. So like when they yes. notice that they have rabies, they're going to be dead yes. in five days. Yes, unless you get Hi, unless you yeah. get immediate treatment. Um, and then as far as the hydrophobia, so it used to be known, rabies used to be called historically hydrophobia before it was called rabies because mm. it has this like fear of water. So it causes these throat contractions basically. And so if somebody tries to drink water, they like cannot get it down and can't swallow um even they were saying like the thought of drinking water in patients that are like have rabies they'll start getting those like convulsions and shortness of breath and like their pharynx is closing in on itself it's crazy so i would recommend anybody that's listening look up some videos of like hydrophobia with rabies and humans or something like that um and it's it's insane so uh, i've also i've also heard that uh, and i know this is a fact that the only way to get rid of rabies is to get bit by an animal of the same species that doesn't have rabies what go on oh okay so, same no. species you just gotta go find you find another dog yeah so if, yeah so if you go get to, yeah, so you, so you get bit by a dog with rabies lo- yeah go to any local chihuahua and you'll get that they'll bite right you. you just like hold your ankle out and let them bite you and then that's that's one of the cures that they've said Beautiful. Well, let's let's start getting scientific because okay. I think this is the halfway healthy show, but let's let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> so um there's not really it's so the vaccine is very different in rabies than in most other things because it's primarily given as like a post exposure rather than a pre-exposure. Mm-hmm. So if you get bit, they are saying four doses of rabies post exposure on day zero. Starting on day zero, so if you get bit by something and you don't know if they have their uh, rabies vaccines, like a, an animal, you know, any warm-blooded mammal, basically, uh, you should go on day zero to get your first dose, second one on day three, third one on day seven, last one on day 14. So it's like a two-week huh. thing that you have to deal with. Yeah. Um, the only people that get pre-exposure vaccines for rabies are basically like vets and lab workers and Another interesting one was spelunkers, people that cave dive regularly. Apparently, they're all up to date on their rabies vaccines because of like bats and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the really, the really interesting thing. So for anybody that doesn't know, rabies is a viral infection. And what it does is it causes swelling of your brain and the tissue surrounding your, your spinal cord. So I wrote down a big word for you. So I'll say it slow for you, Dalton. Please. Meningoencephalitis. Okay pretty good word that so was a good word meningoencephalitis um and there's two types of rabies there's furious rabies which i think is such <laughs> a cool name for it and then there's also paralytic rabies so furious rabies is like 80 percent 
of the cases of people that get rabies. Mm -hmm. um, it starts off with like erratic and aggressive behavior, and then it progresses to like that frothing at the mouth. I know you and I have talked about you love it when people start frothing at the mouth. Mm. Um, That's my favorite. And then you start getting those throat spasms and the hydrophobia. And then at the end, like you're going to die imminently. You start getting exposure. You're floating in and out of consciousness. You're like going into a coma state, basically. And uh, that's the one that erratic behavior. You have about five days until you're hitting that, that coma state, which is insane compared to you know, a lot of the like deadliest diseases that we have now. And then there's the paralytic rabies, which is like the other one out of five, you know, the 20%. And you start off around the area that you were bit. You start to get numbness and weakness that continues to spread out your, throughout your body as like a paralysis. And eventually, once it hits your body, you just go into a coma and you die. Oh Which is, it, I, the, like, I did not expect to go down this raccoon hole when I was hey. looking it up. It is such a scary thing. Like, I've been bit by three different dogs since I started. And I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, you always ask, like, do they have their vaccines? They're like, yes. You don't really ask for any proof. And you're just like, all right, I'll be fine. I could have been right. dead in five days from that and i could have been yeah. dropping out the mouth and like zombie state going attacking individuals so what did your patient what did your patient have what kind of which rabies i have no idea it didn't say and i did didn't you really have... do a lot of this research until after i had like seen them and wanted to learn more about it so oh. i'll have to ask them some more information like what symptoms they had if they went in immediately all that stuff weird weird um so crazy yeah that is pretty pretty wild i've never actually had a rabies case but um yeah that's i can't believe you, you found that in the in the note i'm trying to think if there's any, anything crazy like that that i've come across of like a one-time a one-time infection that i've never seen before or or something like i can't i can't think of any off the top of my head Thank you, Momentus, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Momentus specializes in sports nutrition products designed to optimize your active life. They are trusted by experts like Dr. Andrew Huberman, Dr. Kelly Starrett, and over 150 professional and collegiate sports teams. Momentus takes pride in having the highest quality ingredients that are backed by rock-solid science. Still questioning their track record? Let me set it straight for you. Over 72% of NFL teams consistently purchase products from Momentus. When you're ready to grab some of the highest quality products on the market, go to livemomentous.com and use code DALTON15 at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Again, that's livemomentous.com and use the code DALTON15 at checkout to get 15% off. Thanks again for Momentous for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. This episode is also sponsored by Neurogum. If you're tired of ripping through pot after pot of coffee, then you need to check out Neurogum. They have a range of gum and mints, so you can choose the flavor of your liking, from classic peppermint to honey lemon and cinnamon. They come packed with caffeine, B vitamins, and my favorite, L-theanine. The theanine is a natural way to decrease those negative side effects that we get from drinking too much coffee, like jitters and anxiety. I notice whenever I use Neurogum while I work, I get a little boost of energy and focus that's even better than coffee, which is saying a lot because Papa is a coffee addict. The best part is they offer a full refund, no questions asked, if you aren't completely happy with your purchase. Right now, exclusively for halfway healthy listeners, you can get 15 to 20% off their bags of gum or mints. 
if you just head on over to tryneurogum.com slash Dalton. That's tryneurogum.com slash Dalton, D-A-L-T-O-N, to claim your 15 to 20% off. Thank you, Neurogum, for sponsoring this episode. Was this a recent person? Um, it was it was like two weeks ago, and then I started doing my research after I saw them for like the last week, uh-huh. and then I saved it to talk about today. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's wild though. I've never I've never. Yeah, started. I mean, they're not struggling with anything. All it was is they were in the hospital for a while, and then they had weakness, and so going home, just like getting them back on their feet, improving their endurance, and things like that. So, um, pr- I definitely have a ton of questions. So the way my home health is set up, which is very different than yours is I have assistants that do a lot of my follow-up visits. Um, so I'm basically running around doing evaluations, reassessments, recertifications, and discharges. That's Mm -hmm. like all I do. So I only get to see my patients like once every month. Um, so I won't see him again for another couple of weeks, but I'll definitely have some questions for him when I go and see him again. Yeah, no joke. My, my patient story is less Less fun, but I think very, Thank very God. insightful. Yeah, we gotta we gotta dumb down the episode a little bit whenever I start talking. So, um, man, it's just one of those things that I think we've probably talked about before. It's just kind of like a, uh, I don't know, it's like a running theme of of the podcast and like my takeaway from a lot of seeing a lot of elderly people. But recently, I had a a person who was ninety eight years old, and she's surprisingly doing very very well. Like she's completely mobile around her house, independent. She has somebody come and help her with like little tasks, cleaning up her house or making her bed, little stuff like that that she probably could do, but she just is entitled to some some like hours of care during the week. So she might as well get a little bit of help. But um, she, you know, she drives herself. She's walking with a device, but overall doing very, very well. And that's one of the most impressive things somebody can do at that age is still yeah. be able to safely drive. It's a little scary. Like, yeah, I don't know if we necessarily want to be out on the roads when they're driving, but the fact that they have enough cognition to be able to get in a car, start it and make the right decisions on the road is very impressive at yeah. 98. And being 98, it was so funny the other day, she had, a, she had a birthday and I was asking her about her, like, you know, if it was something, something to do with like the situation of this birthday compared to a few years ago. And I saw her start thinking about, huh, what, like, what was my birthday a couple of years ago? And then I'm thinking like, do you even remember the like individual birthdays from like, what was the difference in your birthday at 94 versus 97? You know what I mean? Right. Like that you've had so many birthdays. It's ridiculous. So like, it was just funny, but when I was, so she told me she was, you know, I saw she was 98. We were talking about how well she was doing. And I asked her the annoying question, but I always wanted to see what people's answer are. I was like, what's the secret? And she immediately just told me, she's like, you know, there is no secret. She said, I don't know why I'm here. And I was like, okay, that's very, you know, very, aware of you to say and so i dug a little bit deeper and she started just telling me about how you know her entire life she's just moved like that was it she's like i married a i married a farmer i grew up on the farm she didn't do any crazy exercises or nutrition routine or anything like that that would that would make you go like oh yeah that is that is what it was that's what made you live to be so so old is literally just she just moved and she she emphasized that as she was going she's like i've just always walked i've always had some hobby that you know that i that i had to move for and she's like i just never stopped she's like and then whenever i wake up in the morning i do a little little bit of exercise like nothing crazy literally just like getting her legs moving and then she just tries to sit down as little as possible and i was just like you know what that is literally what everybody should be striving for like if you don't necessarily want to just get into the most crazy exercise routine 
that's fine. Or the most crazy healthy nutrition routine, that's fine. Just try to move. And I think all of that other stuff will just sort of happen for you. As you start to feel better, you start to think, holy shit, I feel this much better just by moving more. What is there? What else is out there that I can start doing that's going to help me even a little bit more? Maybe I'll start eating one more vegetable a day, or maybe I'll start doing X, Y, Z. But I think just just starting to move more. And I think everybody knows those days like where you just are on the move and you're go, 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 or you walk with your spouse around the block a few times, or you're doing, you go, you're, you're just in general, just moving more. You tend to have a little bit more energy. You sleep better that night. You just feel better about yourself. I just, I don't know. That was a, a big takeaway for me. You're just seeing somebody who's 98 who is doing just fucking well, you know? If you want to put physical therapists out of a job, just start moving every single day with purpose. Yeah. You won't, we won't have any jobs. There would be no need for us. Yeah. Really. I feel like at least in our profession, I mean, obviously you have sports rehab and you have, um, you know, post-surgical and all that stuff. But a lot of the patients that we see, they would avoid the circumstances they're in if they listened to this lady, which granted, I mean, she's on your caseload right now, but I think that it was, it was, these... it was from a freak accident. It was literally just from yeah, like a freak, see, a freak accident, you, you know? And I think there she would go. have been, she would have been much, much more debilitated, maybe even dead, you know, if she had, it was a fall, but it was a freak accident sort of fall. And uh, yeah, I think she probably would not be here anymore, or she would be in a very, very poor situation if she had not had that high baseline prior to. And I mean, like you said, I think the, you know, the key takeaway is like most people that we see, whether it's for a heart condition or a fall or from some, you know, total knee replacement or whatever it is, a lot of that stuff could have been prevented if these people weren't just sedentary their entire lives and just literally stopped moving after they were 30 years old. They just got a job, went to work, sat down all day or did very minimal stuff. And then they got home and then they sat down, they watched TV all night, they drank, they smoked, whatever it is. Like that's just it, so much of that stuff can be alleviated just by moving. And it's even just like, if it, obviously if you work a desk job and you work in a corporation that you can't really get up and do all that stuff all the time, like even just getting up every hour and going on a walk or scheduling in a 30 minute walk after dinner, or, you know, there's so much, there's so much that you can do with, with very little and just taking these little bitty steps, pun intended, that can, can make a substantial improvement in your health. Is, is that when it starts happening? 30? Cause I turned 30 this year, man. And now you're starting to scare me. Now look I at like you, I need, dude. To, I need to stand up right now. What am I doing? I know we need to do stand up podcasts. That's what we'll do. Whenever you come back to Arkansas, we'll just get like, We'll get two treadmills and we'll just be like in, you know, five mile an hour, like half jog doing the podcast the whole time. Dang, dude. Sorry to tell you I'm busy the next several months. Sorry, Ooh. man. I can't make it. We'll get it on the third month. It's all good. Shoot. I'll work on getting stand up. I'll get on working. Uh, I'll, I'll get on to getting a uh, treadmill sponsor. That way we can get, I don't know, five, six treadmills in the studio and just start running. <laughs> who's, who's the like it? treadmill company because like oh, you hear yeah. about peloton and all these guys but who's yeah the, who's the let's treadmill see. slinger of the century let's see let's see who uh who makes the most the most hip treadmill the most that's, hip i like that that's what i want to know uh let's see well assault that is uh do you know what an assault bike is have you heard of that no so an assault bike is a very um it's a, it's a, a demon machine. It's amazing. It's one of those, you see them a lot like CrossFit gyms or other gyms where they, it's like that bike that has the arms, but has a giant fan on it. So the fan adds the resistance. 
and you go back and forth with your arms and your legs and you can, I mean, you can dominate in like 20 seconds and it absolutely kills you, but they have a, they have an assault runner elite. That's a, it's like one of those, one of those treadmills that are curved that you have to generate the power for you. Have you ever been uh, on one of those before? I've never been on one, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Those are, those are pretty awesome too. And it looks like outside of that Peloton, of course, has their own treadmill for a cool, Ooh. for a cool $4,000. Uh, Nordic track. That's one that I've seen a lot of. I've seen Nordic tracks basically in almost every gym. I don't mm. see any, uh, I don't see any like, you know, super hip, the best treadmill for bad knees. Let's see what they say here from garage gym reviews. Bowflex. And we, makes got, their we, own. Got, we got an audience of people with bad knees. Oh know yeah. That. So that's what, yeah. There's one thing to topic. say about our, our audiences with uh, healthy birds that they all got bad knees, me no included, knees. but they're getting better. Yeah, I know. It looks like, They've got the Bowflex. They've got Echelon Stride, Nordic Track, Assault Runner, Best Cushioned Treadmill. That seems a little bit, a little wonky for me. Defeating the purpose. It's supposed to hurt going on a treadmill. Yeah, what are you doing? You want it to hurt. This is a soul. The, the only thing I could think of when you said the assault bike is uh, when I, where I grew up in Utah County, uh, there, all of the families have tons of children. I'm talking like, you know, Six is pretty low average. You're getting ones up to like 18 to 20 kids in a family. That's so wild. Really long minivans that sit like mm. 16 people. And we used to call those Mormon assault vehicles. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only assault type of uh, wheeled mechanism that I know of. That's hilarious. We have, I mean, I, I only knew uh one or two families that had that many people but they would just like mon out a uh a, a short school bus that was basically what they did they but i have seen those those uh those vans that you're talking about those are getting popular with people now doing them as like van conversions yep i know do you think because that's I'm always so bad what oh, like okay. convert a van that's the question no, I mean, I, I'm sure we could all convert the van if we watch enough YouTube videos. I'm asking, do you think you could live that lifestyle for like a year? Yes, yes. With 100%. kids? Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on the environment. It's a good question. I don't know. Like, I think it would depend on, I say environment as in like, if I'm, if I'm in Alaska trying to live out of a van and I'm ha like, cause I'm thinking of two small kids who are two, who are going to have to be cooped up inside of a van or we're going to have to go to like, you know, two or three coffee shops a day to be able to get their energy out and, and walk around, that would be hell. But if I lived right. in like Florida or Texas, where for, you know, most of the year, it's reasonable outside where we could go, you know, to a park or do whatever and live our lives. I think I could, I mean, it wouldn't be ideal, but I think I definitely could depending on how modded out the van is, but I've, I've done my fair share of, of research on, on van conversions and dude, you can make them very nice. Yeah, I bet. I I don't know. At six four, I yeah. don't know if the van life's for me. You know, you can, but you you'll be surprised though. They have some like whenever I was, I built out a van probably three years ago. It was a little van, didn't do anything crazy to it. Just put a, a bed in for my cousin and I to do a cross country trip for uh, for mountain biking. And uh, you know, you'd be surprised. That was a smaller van, but they have some that have uh, nearly ten foot of headroom in the back where people put multiple bunks. They've got a small kitchen in there. They've got a couch that folds out into 
another like queen size bed. Like you can make them pretty crazy. People have their offices in there. I've seen people who stream gaming, like they're, they're full-time gaming streamers within their van. They just go park somewhere with their, uh, uh, whatever it's called, the, the satellite, um, the satellite internet where they can do their, you, you uh, talk their broadband. I'm talking about that bro. No, I'm talking about Skynet. Oh wait, that's Ooh. a Terminator. That's, that's the Terminator thing. What is the other, um, the Elon thing? I can't remember. But yeah, the people people go pretty crazy with these with these conversions. Yeah, again, don't don't really know if it's for me or not, but I I think that it's awesome for those who can do it. All I know is that I have a brother-in-law who uh so my brother-in-law and my sister bought a house in Georgia when they were living in Alaska. And my little sister was like fuck you i'm out of here it's cold up here and she moved into their house but my brother-in-law had to stay up in alaska for several months i don't even know how long it was i want to say it was like six months it went by quick because he's not there anymore but uh he was gonna try to do the like live in a camper on just like some random you know plot of land in alaska in the winter and he's like the toughest motherfucker that I know. If anybody could do it, it's him. And mm-hmm. he ended up moving into an apartment with a buddy. So Damn. that that doesn't really give me a lot of confidence because immediately I think if he can't do it, then I can't do it. Yeah. Which is thanks a lot for inhibiting me, man. Shout out. <laughs> but, Shout out, man. Well, I think yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to like how comfortable are you being alone? You know, because like a lot of that is spent being by yourself in a closed environment and unless you get out and do a lot of mingling with other people, I definitely know how that could, I see how that could get lonely. You know, I think it's probably, probably more that than the actual living environment itself. Yeah. I agree. Um, Trying to bring it back onto a health topic. You asked, you didn't really ask me, you uh, introduced me to a product and I wanted to do my full fledged review for you because this product changed my life. Okay. And we've talked about it a little bit before, but I want to go back into depth now that I've tested it for about three weeks now. Breathing strips. Hey, dude, I game had a changer. Yesterday, how much? Yeah, how much has that improved changer. your life? So I was sick a couple weeks ago. It's allergy season. It's really windy down here in Southern Colorado. All the dust and pollen's getting kicked up. And I think the only way I can sleep through the night now is with using my breathing strips because I'm so congested. I'm so closed off and I'm so goddamn deviated that I just can't do it. So that's curving your nose, baby. I do, man. I I got scoliosis of the septum. (laughs) Um, So I, I've been wearing them every single night. I couldn't find the clear ones because I don't, I'm not rich like you. I don't have a Costco membership, nor do oh, I. No, have no, 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 no. We don't have Costco's here, baby. This oh, is Sam's Walmart Club. territory. This is Sam's Club only. They, oh, there was, there was supposed to be a Costco that was going to buy out this land near us in North Arkansas. And the word on the street is that Costco had put in a bid for it. And then Walmart swooped in and was like hell to the no. And they just outbid them and bought the land, even though they didn't need a Sam's Club there. Dude, it's it's we all are territory. territory, baby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I apologize. Please forgive me, senpai. Uh, yeah. a Sam's Club by me, nonetheless. We don't have either. Um, and so you told me to get the the bulk clear ones. The mm-hmm. best I could find from the same company were the tan ones. They oh no, they weren't the super hold or like the extra strength or anything like that. I will say they're so worth it. I wear them every single night. I'm not just saying that. We're not getting paid to say this. 
But I wish they were taking... sponsorous breed rights trips. <laughs> Seriously. But <laughs> every single morning, I feel like I'm going to tear off several layers of my nose. Oh, here. dude. Listen, okay. So I have, a, I have a few thoughts about this. One, it's just a PSA for everybody. I've probably said it before and I'll say it again. Like if you have breathing issues at night, if you breathe through your mouth, that's a big no-no. It's not good. Breathe through your nose. And if you have issues breathing through your nose, get some damn nose strips. They're relatively cheap and they can completely, you'll, you'll feel it. They'll completely turn your life around. Like if you, if you go to bed and I usually, I wear them probably 90% of the time. If I'm breathing fine, when I go to bed, I don't put them on. But if I have even a little bit of congestion, I'll put them on immediately. My nose opens up and I just notice that I feel better when I wake up. Um, but mm -hmm. it's, it's funny because there's multiple different kinds. So I told you about the, the clear ones, which are supposed to be just like normal stick work, like stick stickiness. And they are insane. Like you said, you, you feel like you're ripping off skin after like, you know, six months, you'll just develop like a, a calloused nose, but there's these other ones that are like, it's like that, um, that brown bandaid material. Stay yeah, away from those. That's the one I have. Bro, those are insane. Those are insane. Even stronger. One, yeah, but I got the regular ones, Oof. but they're the band-aid material and yeah. they hurt. So yeah. I had a million dollar idea. Breathe right if you're listening. Turn them into like pore strips. Have you ever seen those where they like get into your pores? So it's right. like not only is it opening you up, but it's pulling out all your pores. I mean, if it's gonna rip off my skin, I might as well take out the blackheads too. I don't That's know. That's right. Well, and and literally this was it this morning or last night, uh, I was looking up products to to try because I actually want to do a video on this because you and literally somebody else yesterday, I told about breathe right. I told them just about breathing strips, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I need to try those." And it's one of those things where you get in an echo chamber where you're just like. Oh yeah, I use them every night. Of course, people know about these things, but they don't. Or people know they exist, but they just don't try them. And I've seen three different products online that I want to try and maybe do a video on them just to show what the best one might be. But there's the breathe strips, of course, that go on the top of your nose that opens up the opens up the holes. And then um, <laughs> very the scientific. Thank you. We're halfway healthy, baby. Um, and then the second one is there are these these cones. I don't know if you've seen these, but they're cones that are, they almost look like, um, uh, like little thimbles, but you push them in your nose and it opens up, it opens up your nasal passages and it allows you to breathe better. Apparently, I don't know. They look kind of uncomfortable and I've heard bad things about them, but I've also heard bad things about everything. So what can you trust? And then the other one, which was even stranger to me was like, it almost looks like a septum piercing, but it's, it's this U shape that has these two magnets on the end that you put in your nose that somehow the magnets pushing together opens up your nasal passages. I don't know how well that works. Again, I kind of was thinking I was going to do, I'm going to do a video on it and just review them and see which one's the best. Because again, I think people just don't know what's out there and it can be an absolute life changer to put those things on. Now I want to wear my bull ring nose strips. Yeah, I don't open know. up these nasal passages. Hey, I don't know what's. I don't know how those would would work. The little magnets, but it's worth yeah. a try. I'll give them a shot. Can you get them? You can get them bejeweled and everything. Oh yeah, just to go gonna, with any style. Yep, I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna hang like a, a little cross or like a nice diamond from it whenever I sleep. That way, I can be bougie in my sleep. I have good, really good bougie dreams. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know how. I don't know how we got to the uh, the van discussion earlier, but it actually does sort of like lean into one of my. Uh, news topics for the day. Can we jump to that, Corey? May we? No, no. I'm asking you. May we? You're the you're the moderator, dude. You have to you have to let me know. 
Give me the we yes may. or no. Okay, thank you. We may. Thank you, Purple Carrot, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Are you tired of the same old boring meals every week? Do you want to eat healthier but don't know where to start? Then it's time to try Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based meal kit company that makes it easy and delicious to eat more vegetables. With Purple Carrot, you'll receive weekly deliveries of pre-portioned ingredients and recipes that are designed to be easy to follow and delicious to eat. Each recipe is created by professional chefs and features fresh, seasonal ingredients that are packed with flavor and nutrition. And because all of their meals are plant-based, you can feel good about what you're eating and the impact it has on the environment. So why wait? Sign up for Purple Carrot today and start enjoying delicious, healthy meals that will make you feel great from the inside out. As a special offer for our listeners, by clicking the link in the description, you can get 30% off of your first three boxes. Again, just click the link in the description and you'll get 30% off your first three boxes with Purple Carrot. Eat responsibly. Z-Biotics. Are you tired of the negative effects that alcohol can have on your body the morning after? Do you wish there was still a way to enjoy some alcoholic beverages? Well, there just might be. Z-Biotics is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic drink that helps you break down and process alcohol without the negative side effects. It's like having a personal bodyguard for your gut. Z-Biotics is backed with over 10 billion CFUs of scientifically backed probiotics that work to optimize your body's natural alcohol processing capabilities. And it has added electrolytes and vitamins, which makes it the perfect drink to enjoy before a night out. I know for myself, it drastically improved the way that I felt waking up the next morning after having a few too many drinks with my friends. So why not give Z-Biotics a try and experience the benefits of a healthier, happier gut? As a special offer for our listeners, you can go to zbiotics.com and use the code DALTON10 at checkout to get 10% off of your order. Again, that's zbiotics.com and use code DALTON10 for 10% off your first purchase of Zbiotics. Cheers to a healthier way to drink. So one thing that I'm having trouble with right now is making a large purchase that I need to make. And I'm curious... This, again, will lead into my story, but I'm curious, how, how are you with spending money on yourself? Are you, are you hard on yourself? Are you somebody that's like, you know what, fuck it, I make money. I'm going to, you know, it, just to make it worth it. Like if I want to go buy this, I deserve it. Like how, how are you in general with that? You are talking to a resident money spender, baby. Yeah. This year has do been that crazy, actually, dude. Dude, this year has been crazy. So last summer, um, my wife and I and my family went over to uh, Ireland and Scotland. And I thought I budgeted appropriately for that. And when I got back, I was not doing well financially. Like I, <laughs> I thought I would never recover. Um, so this year has been really different because from, you know, end of July till now, I've had to like raise funds for a home down payment and like money for all of our furniture and to move across the country and funding this business that we have. So I've not been doing it a lot lately, but I love spending money and it's well, not dude, a lot yeah. of stuff like for myself. Like it's mm. not like clothes or shoes or anything like that. It's more like experiences, fun things to do. Like uh, dude, I do it. I'm swiping. If it'll bring me joy, even for an hour, I'm swiping. Yeah, I know. And I, I like, I fucking love that about you dude. Cause I remember that in PT school, whenever everybody was just complaining about loans and not having money and you were always just like, let's go, let's go fucking have a good time. Like, I think that is, that is a mindset that I wish that I wish that I had, like 
the, what made me think about it was this, I'll get to the article, I promise. But I, my, my air conditioner just went out of my car last week and we are now hitting like high seventies, low eighties in Arkansas. And I'm just pissed. I'm like, all right, I've got, it went out. I went to the, I went to get it fixed and they were like, yeah, we recharged it, blah, 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 200 bucks later. And they walk in and they're like, Hey man, it's, uh, it's just not, not working. The clutch is out. It's going to be $1,400. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me on a car. That's not worth a whole lot. Right. And so in my head, I'm like, you know what? I just want to get rid of it. And I want to get something that's uh, nearly a new car. I don't need a brand new car, but like even that, just finding something that would give me less headache that I can drive reliably and not have to do repairs on. I cannot pull the trigger. I'm like, I, I don't need it. I can do with something less. I can like, it's just that decision for me is impossible. And I've been through this. I've been wanting to get a different car for three years and I just won't yeah. do it. I just like, I won't do it. And yeah, I just wish I had, uh, I don't know. There's, yeah. there's a piece. Of I, just like, like, please, yeah, please. May, may I be your therapist? What well, may I? So, uh, you may, okay. uh, so when it comes down to, if I'm going to purchase something, it is, if I'm going to use this every single day and it's going to improve my quality of life, for example, Emily and I fucking hate our mattress. We sleep in it every night for eight hours. I want a new one. I'm getting a new one and I'm spending money on it. It's going to be nice. Yeah. A car. Not only do you use your car every day, but you work out of your car every single day. And I've been in your car and the bottom of it rattles. And I don't know why it does that, <laughs> but it rattles. And now that the air conditioning's out, dude, you gotta do that. Your quality of life, yeah, the side of that car is going to skyrocket by at least 6.7%. At least. That's kind of low, Scientific. but I, I definitely, I definitely hear what you're saying. And I know that's what I need to do. It's just, and then I run into the fact of like, okay, well then what's a reasonable price, right? I don't want to go spend crazy money on a car whenever I could be using that money elsewhere. Right. I think that's where I run into like, it, but if I just go buy another used car, that's only worth X amount of money, then I'm going to have the same issues down the line. Or in like a year from now, I'm going to be in the same situation where I have to go do something different, you know? So I mean, potentially, yeah. I think I think with where you're at now, it's probably time to buy a big boy car. You know, you deserve it. It's like a, like a something cyber truck. No, you don't oh, want a cyber okay. truck. Okay, you don't want a cyber helicopter. Get you something. Get you something that when you roll down the window and you put your arm out and you're driving with your glasses on, people say that's a hot daddy. You know, that's you a hot daddy. All right, dude. I'll, I'll, I actually have a Bugatti in the cart that I'll put the down payment on. I think you're right. I need to just do it. Ooh, this conversation did not go where I thought it would. Oh, can we, okay. can we go back to like <laughs> Nissan or something? <laughs> no, my car is a Nissan right now. It's a piece of shit. That's what I'm having All right, trouble fine. with. To dude, we, Toyota. we got Emily a Toyota uh, last year or at yeah. the beginning of this year. I don't remember. And uh, we love it. I had that's a conversation awesome. with a friend this morning about it. He's like, just buy a reliable brand, Toyota, Honda, get something that's going to last. And I'm, I'll, I'll pull the trigger. I'm sure I'm just, I'm just that person, but it brings up my point. The news article that I read that, uh, the title is, does money actually really buy happiness? And of course you hear that, you hear that phrase all the time. And the answer is usually, you know, people astoundingly say no. And I've always been, I've always argued the point that I disagree. I think that, that, you know, money does buy happiness to a certain point, but I think what this article, what this article says, which I think is a very, a very good point is that really, it seems like the cutoff 
is around like $70,000 a year to where I think what it boils down to is that money, money solves money problems. So like if you have money problems and that's the main source of your stress, then of course money is going to bring you happiness, right? To a certain extent. So I think what it, what it said is basically like between $70,000 and a hundred thousand dollars a year, you see the, the, people's happiness tends to grow with that. But then after $100,000 a year, it tends to sort of plateau. And after that, you just kind of, you know, of course it can in some situations and not other situations. But uh, I think when it, when it comes down to it, it seems like for the most part, it's just more about being comfortable. And like, there's something to say about just not having to think about it, right? Like when you go, when you go buy groceries, you don't want to have to be like, okay, well, this costs $2.98, but this one costs $2.15, and we're on a budget for this much, so I need to really make sure that we do that. Even though I really don't want this product, I really want that $2.98 product, but I just don't have it financially, right? You don't want to have to do that. Yeah, oh, no. And I can't tell you the last time, I'll get back on topic, but at the grocery store, everyone was saying like, oh, groceries are expensive right now. I, I couldn't. I could tell you. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I looked at something. I was like, Ooh, probably shouldn't. It's just, you go to the store and you have to get it anyway. So you just, you're going to get it. It's because you're, you're rich I, and privileged, dude. dude I guess so. <laughs> but no, I, I agree I'm with like, you though. I'm showing my white privilege again. I'm sorry. Is, Let me put that away. That is what, yeah. Put that up on the shelf, dude. That is one thing though, that I will say no matter what, like, even though I'm really bad at, I think what it really comes down to is I'm bad at buying myself stuff. Like I just, and sort of what you said before, like you're not a big stuff buyer for yourself, but if it comes to like an experience and like, I think there's two things that I will spend money on and I don't even think twice about it. And it's like magic cards. Okay. Thank you. Magic cards. And so there's three things, I guess, Uh, magic cards and um, like experiences on vacations. Like I, if I'm on a vacation, I'm not thinking about much, right? Like I'm like, I'm going to have a good time. If this is where we have to go, if you do, if it's an insane amount of money, of course I'll think about it. But like, I'm not thinking about food. That's my third thing is like, I, I try not to limit myself in terms of groceries because I know it's going to get eaten, right? Like if I'm going to eat it and it's going to go to use and I love food, I'm just going to, that's going to be in the budget. Like, let's just go and buy whatever groceries we need. Right. But it's, again, I think it just goes back to just buying things for myself whenever I know that I don't quote unquote need it. That's what I really struggle with. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if money buys happiness but i do feel like money can buy peace of mind and i feel like if you have some peace of mind especially financially which can be such a hardship on a lot of people that i think inevitably you'll be happy it's the situations where you know the people have the money but they're married to somebody that they can't stand or you know they're Mm -hmm. stuck in a debt you know a job that they hate because it pays a lot or something like that i feel like that's when you run into a lot of issues but I think that it would be ignorant for any of us to say that, you know, if I had more money coming in to solve some of my financial hardships I have, for example, I just said that we bought Emily a car. If I had a lump sum cash and I could pay off that Emily's car, or if I could pay off my student loans or something like that, would that bring me joy? Fuck yeah, it would. Absolutely it would. (laughs) Right, right. I think think the long term you go when you don't have those things that you need to pay off and you're just making money to grow this number that's on your bank account, you know, then I don't don't know because I've never been in that situation also. So I have no idea if that brings you happiness. But for me, if I get a raise, dude, I'm going home and I'm celebrating. That that brings me happiness, you know? Like, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think... 
I think it is like it's it's a spectrum, of course. It's like a it's a bell curve where at, at a certain point, like I I have no interest in being a billionaire with all the you know all the problems and and stress that comes with that. Some people are better at it than others, I'm sure. But like you know, I feel like at a certain point, like you said, it's not just about racking up the dollars and increasing the bank account as much as it is experiencing experiencing life and being able to spend spend money on things that make you happy and and make your family happy. You know. How thoughtful, how insightful. I know, I know. Well, dude, I think I got one more quick, quick article if you're into it, unless you have one. I think I've taken up the article space for this episode. No, dude, you're good. Hit, hit me with it. Just bulldoze me over with this. Oh, that was it. So I think there's a, there's been a lot that's been coming out lately about alcohol. And I think that it's, it's just interesting to think about because I've, for a while, there has been a sort of a, the, the notion that you know, having a glass of wine is healthy for you and things like that. And I'm not here to dog on, on drinking at all. I, I, I'm just saying that really what the research has come out and showed is that really even moderate drinking is not good for you. Like it's at the end of the day, after all the stuff they talk about with the benefits, like it's, you're drinking poison and you know, it's okay to do that on occasion. Like, of course the, the dose makes the poison, but something that I've been trying to to think about as I'm looking into some of the research, like uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Atia, uh, who does a really thoughtful health and wellness podcast, which was mentioning the other day on a different podcast that, you know, he still has a couple of drinks, you know, and he tries to limit it to, you know, a few drinks at a time, uh, just to allow his body to process that amount of overwhelmment with the side effects of, of alcohol. And I think that's just kind of a, a good takeaway, even for me to kind of keep that in my mind of just thinking like, Hey, you don't have to drink. Right. But if you do, you know, try and limit it to a few drinks and every once in a while, if you want to go crazy, go crazy, you know, do, do things that surround yourself with good recovery in terms of like drinking a good electrolyte drink, um, you know, having a, a Z biotic shot. We've talked about before, um, use cold Dalton 10 for uh, 10% off a checkout. Um, but like little things like that to actually improve, you know, the, the situation that when you are drinking, but I think it's just, it's just interesting to kind of round out by just by saying that I think we've, we've probably overinflated the benefits of having some, having some alcoholic drinks whenever just to be mindful, understand that it's, you know, probably not that good for you. Yeah. I've been, uh, so Emily graduated nursing school just a couple of months ago. Whoa. Not a couple of months ago, less than a month ago. Yeah. And, uh, with, graduating nursing school comes celebrations right she's got a lot of friends she had family coming to town you know when people get together social events celebration there's inevitably alcohol and so i've been i'm not much of a drinker myself um not even for the health purposes because but because it makes my tummy hurt mm, and poor guy the i've just realized that you know when you see somebody and the way that they live every weekend the going and I'm, I'm sure you know a lot of us have been there at some point in our life but at 30 going and seeing individuals who are going and drinking thursday night friday night saturday night sunday and then you know we'll have drinks during the week too but every single night is at the or every single weekend's at the bar and you're staying out till 2 a.m and stuff that is just exhausting to exhausting even watch. yeah oh exhausting. my god and i don't i don't know that is just not for me and i just i i can see the way it impacts them socially i can see the way mm -hmm. it impacts their relationships and it's not anywhere within my right to you know make any suggestions to anybody on what they do but for me it's just that is just not for me i i 
did my fair share of drinking when I was younger, but I know that if I were to drink more, that it wouldn't bring any more joy, happiness, or any benefit to my relationships or my health if I, if I did, you know? No doubt. And I mean, it's just like what I was saying earlier about having a couple of drinks. Like whenever you were in town, you know, we had a couple of glasses of wine, had a good time. Nobody got crazy. We were playing some games and then, you know, it was, it was amazing. It's a good social lubricant. And I like to drink, you know, every once in a while, but like you said, like going out and, and getting just absolutely shit faced at a bar or something is so far away from what I find fun anymore. Um, and yeah, just about being, being mindful, mindful drinking. I, I will say that uh, even having two or three glasses of wine does not make the board game villainous fun. And that is a healthy bird's stamp of approval right there. That's a hot, that's a hot take, dude. And I disagree. It's a great, that is game. a hot, that's a hot take in the main household. That's for sure. It was a, you played it, you played it one time. It takes a couple, a couple rounds to figure out and understand the mechanics. And you were also exhausted. And I think you had been up for like 20, 26 hours or something. <laughs> I was, and you guys were making me play very, very intense board games. Yeah. That's rude. I know you. I think I think you would I think you would like it if we tried it again. I don't know. You need to really take a step back and look at your yourself as a host. It was really I just wanted to have fun. Putting me next to your sick kids, making me play board games when I've been up for like 30 hours. You're sick. I'll put you in the shed next time, dude. It's all good. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Good things happen behind the shed. That's right. Dalton, I appreciate your conversation. I appreciate your insight. You got anything you want to tell the people? Um just do what you love. I was just going to say, I'm going, uh, I'm going back to doing what I love in terms of activity. Weather's getting nicer. I'm doing some more biking, some more climbing. And it's just, you know, it's just, it's just fun. Just find something you enjoy, get out there and move. And that's what I encourage everybody to do. That's all I got. Emily and I, uh, we've started our walks again. We're really looking forward to starting our hikes. We've got a hike that's only about five minutes away from our house. That is a, um, it's a mile, but it's a pretty good incline. It's just a loop. Um, no, that's not true. It's three miles. Yeah, I think it's three miles because it takes us just about an hour to finish up. Um, oh boy. And it's got some decent incline, um, but it's been so damn windy. Like I said, it's kind of, it's a sketchy hike. You're on sides of cliffs and stuff. And I just, I don't want to get blown away. Yeah. I hear but you. that is what I would love to start doing. So next time, hopefully I'll have a hike or two under my belt. Love it, dude. Well, listen to me. You listening? Sorry, you cut out. Are you listening? Wait, uh, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just joshing you, man. Of course, I can hear you. <laughs> April, April Fools. God. Well, I just want to tell you, I hope you have a good time. And I hope you have a great day. And I love talking to you. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And welcome to the Halfway Healthy Show, the inaugural episode. And we love you and thank you. We love you and we thank you. Love you, Corey. Love Talk to you dog. next time, man. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, we would be so grateful if you could just hop on to Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a five-star review. It really helps us out a lot. Also, check out our sponsors in the links provided in the description of the episode for some great discounts on products. If you want some short health tips and news sent to your inbox every week, do me a favor, jump on to healthybirds.org and sign up for our newsletter. If you have any questions, comments, or even complaints about my personality flaws, you can email me directly at dalton at healthybirds.org. We would love to connect with all of you. Until next time, be happy, be healthy.